Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. See, because he's anointed with the Holy Ghost, then the Holy Ghost is manifest himself in his and through his ministry. Now, you know how the Holy Ghost manifests himself. There in 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, the Bible talks about these manifestations. That's what he calls it. The manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. We call them gifts of the Spirit. They're also called manifestations of the Spirit. Or we could say it another way, the gifts of the Spirit are manifested. Each of us have a key part in doing what Jesus did to bring people into an eternal life with Him. Your part is significant, so listen closely to this message today. Later in the program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio and podcast offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for Doing the Works of Jesus. Well, now, I don't understand all about that, do you? But it's in there, isn't it? I believe it, don't you? I believe it because it's in the Bible. Now, you see, I said that to say this to you. You'll never understand all about the sovereignty of God. I mean, you couldn't understand all about him anyway. With your little old peanut brain, how would you ever figure him out? Amen. But yet, a lot of people are like these folks. They're sitting, waiting for God to manifest himself from one another or demonstrate his power. And he does, occasionally. But did you notice that didn't work for the, for the whole multitude? That just worked for one person out of the multitude, just one person at a time? Now then look at it from this angle also. Jesus came here to that same pool. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. And Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case. How did he know it? Well, because he's anointed by the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost revealed it to him. He saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered and said, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in to the pool. But while I'm coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Now I want you to know that Jesus didn't pray for him. Jesus didn't touch him. Jesus didn't preach to him. Jesus didn't take time to teach him. He just said to him, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. Now let's go on reading. The Jews therefore said unto him that was cured, it is the Sabbath day, it's not lawful to thee to carry thy bed. He answered them, He that made me whole, the same said unto me, Take up thy bed and walk. Then they asked him, What man is that which said unto thee, Take up thy bed and walk? And he that was healed wist not who it was. Now notice, he that was healed wist not, that is, he did not know, who it was for Jesus had conveyed himself away. A multitude being in that place. And afterward Jesus findeth him in the temple and said unto him, Behold, thou art made whole, sin no more, 
lest the worst thing come unto thee. The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole. And therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath day. Now there's some important thoughts here. That man's the only man that got healed out of that whole multitude. On this occasion at least. Isn't it? I said, isn't it? Because it said that when the man was healed, the Jews, you know, asked him who, you know, they saw him carrying his bed on the Sabbath, you know, and he wasn't supposed to do that, you know. And they said, you know, you, you know, you, that's unlawful. Some people think more of a day than they do of helping people. Religious ideas. Oh man, they'll really fight for religion, but they wouldn't for Jesus. Wouldn't try to help anybody, you know, but, uh, but when it comes to religious ideas, well, they'd really, they'd really stand for them. And so the Jews, you know, of course, they, uh, they said it's unlawful you carry your bed on the Sabbath. Well, it said, he that made me whole said to me, take up your bed and walk. See, Jesus didn't just make him whole. He told him to do it. Jesus, the Son of God, told him to carry his bed on the Sabbath day. Didn't he? Well, they said, who was it? Who is it that told you to do this? And I said, I don't know who he was. For it said Jesus had conveyed himself away. A great multitude being out of him, he just stepped away in the crowd. Isn't that right? I said, isn't that right? Now, now you see, uh, here, I want you to see something here. Remember, remember there in Acts 10, 38, it said, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost. That's the first part of the word. See, because he's anointed with the Holy Ghost, then the Holy Ghost is manifesting himself in his and through his ministry. Now, you know how the Holy Ghost manifests himself. There in 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, the Bible talks about these manifestations. That's what it calls it. said, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. We call them gifts of the Spirit. They're also called manifestations of the Spirit. Or we could say it another way, the gifts of the Spirit are manifested. And so, uh, you know, he, he, Paul lists them there. For to one is given by the Spirit, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, to another word of knowledge by the same Spirit, so on. And, uh, you know, discerning the Spirit, the three revelation manifestations, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning the Spirit. And then the three power manifestations, uh, the gift of faith, working of miracles, and gifts of healings, then prophecy. Now, there are two added after Pentecost, that's tongues and interpretation, but you don't see tongues and interpretation in the Old Testament, nor do you see tongues and interpretation in the ministry of Jesus, because speaking with other tongues and interpretation is distinctive of the Holy Ghost dispensation, which is the church age now, and began really, the Holy Ghost dispensation when he was poured out freely began on the day of Pentecost, of course. And so you can see in the ministry of Jesus, those seven manifestations of the Spirit, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning spirits, gift of special faith, working of miracles, gifts of healings, and prophecy. 
But yet you see, the, the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man, the Scripture said, as the Spirit wills. You see, evidently the Spirit told him only to deal with that one man. Now when it comes to manifestations of the Spirit, or even demonstrations of the Spirit, in the days of Jesus and the days of the apostles and today you can see if you watch it that it only works for a few. Well, thank God for those things. I don't know why they work that way. They just do. Only God knows. But yet you see, you need to see this, that that's not the only way that Jesus ministered to people. I mean ministered healing to them. You see, the word of God said that Jesus went around about their villages, throughout all of their villages, teaching in their synagogues. First thing he did was taught. Preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Then healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. All kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. You see, under the ministry of Jesus, it said, you see, all of us might not and may not and some may never minister with any kind of manifestation of the Spirit because that is as the Spirit wills, not as I will. You know, you can't produce it yourself. That's quite obvious. Are you following me? But you see, Jesus said, the works that I do shall ye do also. So how are you going to do them then? Notice this also while we're on the subject. Notice that verse again there that we looked at a number of times in Mark, the 6th chapter, the 5th verse about the ministry of Jesus. Because the works that I do, shall you do also. In his hometown of Nazareth, Mark 6, 5 said, and he could there do no mighty work. I notice he didn't say he wouldn't, he said he could. Well, now why couldn't? In other words, here's another way to say that. In his hometown of Nazareth, he never had any manifestation of the Spirit. Now, Jesus can't produce a manifestation of the Spirit. Somebody said, well, why can't he? He's the Son of God. Well, because the Bible tells us when he came into this world, he stripped himself of his mighty power and glory. Another translation said he laid it aside. That's the reason he had to be anointed by the Spirit of God, because he had laid aside all of his power and all of his glory and was born as a human being. See, and that's the reason for uh, all the first 30 years of his life. He never healed anybody, worked any miracles all those years. Not a one, not a one, not one single one. Yet he was the son of God all those years. It was after that he was anointed with the Holy Ghost and power that he began to heal the sick and work miracles, wasn't it? Wasn't it? You see? All right then. So there in Mark 6, 5, it says, and he could there do no mighty work. It didn't say Jesus wouldn't, he couldn't. I remember the first time that came to me, you can read the Bible and read the Bible and never really see what's in there, unless the Spirit of God brings it to your attention. You know, I prided myself, and I just quit after I saw I was ignorant. You know, reading the New Testament through 150 times, and portion of it more than that, you see. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the Doing the Works of Jesus package. 
This offer is stuffed full of tools that will guide you in ministering to others as Jesus does. You'll receive seven separate mini-books, Unforgiveness, Ministering to the Brokenhearted, and Showdown with the Devil, all by Kenneth W. Hagen, and How to Walk in Love, Plead Your Case, God's Medicine, and the Bible Way to Receive the Holy Spirit, all by Kenneth E. Hagen. And you'll receive the four CD series you're listening to now, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 1, in its entirety. This is a great offer. To order now, please call us at 1-888-FAITH-99 or 1-888-324-8499. That's 1-888-324-8499 to order the Doing the Works of Jesus package right now. You may also visit rhema.org to order, if that's easier for you. Thank you for your support. If you'd like to contact us at Rama for Today Radio, please do so in one of the following ways. Write to us at Rama for Today Radio, P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Or send us an email to partnerservices at rhema.org. That's partnerservices at r-h-e-m-a dot o-r-g. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Call to arms this week. Oh, the, yeah, it's going to be a great time. I know. I'm excited. Are you ready? About, yes, I'm ready. I'm excited <laughs> about it. Our speakers, Pastor Andy Thompson and mm-hmm. Bishop Dale Bronner, myself, Craig, yes. and then all of these workshop speakers that we have. We're doing power workshops on the power of finances with Don Burns, our son-in-law. We're doing power of leadership with Kelly Riggs and the power family with Tim Redwood. It is going to be fantastic. You're going to want to get here. There's still time to get here. Yes. So come on, go sign up. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on doing the works of Jesus. That's tomorrow on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. We'll connect with you then.